Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, this is our last club update of the day, the day that is transfer deadline day. We're not going to talk about Tottenham at all. What we are going to talk about is West Bromwich Albion with Dan of the Baggies Facts. Dan, what kind of business did you put in today? Business. Um you know about business mate we've not really done a great deal um the Albion fans were full of hope um up until three days ago everyone was probably very bitterly disappointed with how the transfer window had gone we've managed to sign Phillips early on in the window and then we've recently added Galloway on loan from from uh, Everton uh, a left back who actually started a game and was probably our, our first traditional left-back to start in the left-back slot for quite a while, seeing as Pulis likes playing a, a number of different centre-halves in that position. Well, that was a that was a big positive. Um, and he looks very capable. And Phillips looks like he, he, he he's going to be a, a decent signing. He looks strong and powerful on the wing. Um, you know, it is rare that you find a winger that's quite as big and strong as, as Phillips. And of course, if any manager's going to sign a a strong and powerful winger that's not your traditional nippy little winger. I mean, he's no Sebastian Giovinco, you know what I mean? He's the complete opposite. He's like a bit of a battery ram. Um, he's going to be Tony Pulis because Pulis likes players that are really tall. Um, yeah, and then and then recently we managed to get Nasir Chadley over the line a couple of days back. Um and I think everyone's opinion was, I mean, Nasser Chadley, the signing itself, cracking signing, um, 12 or so million, 13 or so million, um, rumoured to be the figure that we paid. I'm happy with that price. Um, very good player, can play in a couple of positions in midfield and, and the attacking midfield roles probably will start on the left wing for us. Um, touch of class, someone that's inventive. We need a bit of invention, a bit of creativity. Um instead of just pure work rate all the time. So Nasser Chadley, very good signing. And I think the hope was that with Nasser Chadley signing, that that Albion would have passed on a bit of knowledge to Chadley and said, look, you're going to be the first of a few big name signings. Here. You know, you're joining a club that's looking forward and, and we're going to have a bit of ambition this year and and match what the other Premier League clubs are doing. Because I think every single Premier League club is spending money and in order to keep up with every single other Premier League club, we needed to spend money. It's not the Albion way. It's not how we've done things in the past, but it is what we need to do. And in order to see the cash care of Premier League money every single season, you've got to spend a bit of it when you get it. And that's just how it is. And the Albion, um, 
on today's transfer deadline day. Again, we've la- left it to the last minute. It's ridiculous. It's like we've got two months to play around trying to sign players and everything's left left to the last minute. And it just looked like, forgive my, pardon my French, we was, we was like flinging shit up the wall and seeing what stuck. And, and we've managed to get a few signings in. But there is no way on this planet that the players that we've managed to get in today were Tony Pudis's first choice signings. No chance whatsoever. No, no, no chance. I mean, if if you look at the players that we've been linked with, and sometimes this this can be a bit of a, a foolhardy thing to do anyway. We might, you know, you might be looking at players that you've signed. Um, I'm sorry, sorry, players that you're linked with, and you may well have not even been interested in them. The club might not have even had conversations with the with the club that are joining. It might be agents playing up. It might be a stupid rumor. It could be the media thinking something that that's just not there. Um, but the rumours were that we were linked with um, Carvalho, uh, Portuguese player, very highly rated, looked at by the big boys, looked at by Arsenal, I believe, Man United in the past. Um, maybe uh, a, a more of a box-to-box midfielder. And we was also linked with um, with Camacho as well from um, Malaga. Um, and that, both of those deals seem to have, have fell dead now. We, we as we're recording, it's 11pm, so there's half an hour left of the deadline. It doesn't look like we're going to be getting anyone else in. Um, and I think the reason, the, the way that um, it's been perceived in local media is that Albion were initially in for Camacho. Um, we've had a bit of an argument with Malaga in terms of how much we're willing to pay for him. While that's been brewing, we've sort of switched targets and gone for Carvalho. Um the Camacho deal still sort of there in the background. The Carvalho one, we wasn't really ever going to come off. I mean, we West Bromwich Albion. Um, we would have had to have paid him stupid money and he'd have probably been here for one season before moving to a better club. So I'm half and half not at fuss about Carvalho, but Camacho would have been a superb signing. And in order to try and piss about with the Carvalho deal, we've sort of let the Camacho one go. Um, and apparently, again, it's because we've not, we're not willing to pay a couple of million pounds um, straight up instead of paying the add-ons and we wanted to pay over um, the course of the next few years maybe in add-ons something that we've done in the past and that's let us down um, I think at this stage we've left it to this late we should have to pay a penalty and the penalty should have been okay Malaga yeah we'll give you the money and we'll sign the player because we actually want the player a few rumours flying around that Pudis backed out the deal himself late on and wasn't sure he was the right player I doubt that's true. Pulis likes spending money. Pulis likes big name signings. He's proved that in the past. He's, he used to piss money at the wall at Stoke. Um, and I'm sure he's, he's tried to do the same at the Albion, but we haven't let him. But I think in this occasion, we should have let him get the players he wanted. It is his last opportunity to prove that he can build a very good squad at his club. And I, 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 it's, it's, it's going to be an excuse for him. I can see it being an excuse for Pulis when he does eventually leave the club and he's going to say that um, he didn't have the opportunity to build the squad that he wanted. Um, so, transfer deadline day, we've signed um, Nyam from uh, Watford, right back. Um, we've got a deal over the line for Hal Robson, Canu as well. Um, and that does look to be it, unfortunately. Um it's 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 just it's just frustrating. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not criticising 
I'm not criticising Hal Robson, can I? I'm not criticising the signing. I think Niam is a, is a solid signing. He's an additional signing, though. He's, he's a player that, oh yeah, look, we, we've 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 managed to uh, to to get a, a good backup player in or someone that's going to be uh, he's going to be, you know, a steady player that we can rely on if we get injuries. I mean, I can't see him outsting Dawson from the right back spot straight away. Anyway. Um, a lot of other clubs have, have gone and signed players that um, of, of a quality nature that are going to do good things for their club. Um, I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm particularly interested in Benteke and Remy or even Boney at Stoke. I mean, if you offer me, of course, I'll take them. But I'm just saying those are the kinds of players that are signing for clubs of a similar size. And that is concerning for me because we need as a club to be keeping up with everybody else and it, and it, i just i just feel we're going to we're going to struggle and that, nothing against the signings that, that we've made how robson canu um if he was if he was going to be our first choice signing which clearly isn't then we would have signed him earlier in the summer he was out of contract for crying out loud last played at a championship club like i say no criticism but it's a, it's a fact he might well go and be a world beater so you know i'm not going to start hammering any player before they even kick the ball for us. That's not fair. And Nyam, three odd million from Watford, he's going to be a backup right for us or, or an option at right back um, should we wish to move Dawson to the centre for, for a game or two. They're, they're not standout signings. The only standout signing that we've made is Chadley. Yeah. And if you look at our squad compared to a lot of other, other squads around us, even Bournemouth, they've, they've gone and got Wilshire. If you look at our squad, in terms of Maybe you know top ten, top eight Premier League quality players that can you know really push the club forward because we're going to have to do that to stay in the league. You know we're going to have to try and compete with the best of them. We've got Rondon, we've got Fletcher on his day. He's had some poor performances of late. We've got Chadley now. Uh, we've got Ben Foster in goal. We've got Johnny Evans. Um, Jakob is is a very good player. Uh, apart from that, I'm struggling to really picture any other Premier League club wanting to bust a gut for any of our players. Maybe Morrison on his day, maybe. Um, and, and of course, you've got Berahino. The amount of times I've come on any kind of podcast that you've done and said that I'm sick to bloody death of talking about this absolute buffoon of an idiot, of a, of a child, of a player. I, I don't even want to talk about him. He, I... I he shouldn't be anywhere near West Bromwich Albion. The club are stupid. They should have got rid of him a long time ago for all these pathetic antics. The fact that he's going to be kicking a football around for my club again pisses me off. Hmm. He shouldn't be at I don't care how good he is. He can be Lionel Messi. If Lionel Messi doesn't want to play for your club, though, and his heart's not in it, it doesn't matter how good he is. It doesn't matter. He's just... I don't want him near my club. I'm, I'm sorry. I just... I can't, I don't even waste my time with him. It, it just pisses me off. But it's just, it just feels like we're in limbo all the time. It's like we're, we're waiting for something else while he's still here. It's it's, it's like a, a striker slot that we want to free up in order to find a real good quality striker. And, and yet we've got to keep him when he wants to play with his half-assed attitude, pretending he's interested and then posting pictures on his Twitter account and him flying off abroad. You know what? Well done, mate. Oh, I guess I'm not happy about that either. <laughs> yeah. Well, on, the, on the other side, a player that you didn't want to leave and did stay, Johnny Evans. How important do you think yeah, that'll be for yeah. you this year? 
very important. It's a good job that Arsenal managed to sign Mustafi from Valencia because I think Evans might well have gone today. Um, um, the only concern is that if he carries on playing the way he is, he's not going to stay at the, at the baggies because I'm, I'm not kidding. I've not seen a better defender in Albion shirt in all the time I've supported the club. That simple. He's a class above. Um, and it's quite it's quite phenomenal, really, because he's getting United's team now. He, he definitely would get in United's team. You know, above above Rojo, above Phil, um, Phil what's his face? There's one who gurns a lot. Um, what's his name? Sorry, my, my mind's gone blank. Sorry, do what now? Uh, the the Man United centre half. Uh, Smalling or Baye or Blint or Phil Jones. Or... Yeah, that's Phil Jones. Phil Jones. Um, uh, you know, uh, United uh, uh, haven't been the best at the back for the last couple of years, and they could have probably done with Johnny Evans. Yeah, it, cracking player. It's good that we've kept hold of him, and it's also good that we've signed a left back. I just hope that Pulis keeps playing Galloway. Um. The only other positive I've got, really, Kev, from the fact that we've not had the best as well, we've had an awful transfer window, really. We've got rid of Chester. We didn't need to get rid of Chester. We've we've not renewed the contract of Sesson. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but without the signings, with, with the players that we haven't managed to sign, Sesson gets back in the team again for me. You know, it's like we've, we have probably just about gone backwards with this transfer window, believe it or not. And, mm-hmm. and we're expected to stay in the league again and compete with all the teams around us, which we will probably still do because our manager is Tony Punis. It's honestly, without wanting to plug my website, because that's, I don't want to go over the top with that, but if you just want to get on there, there's a few pieces online recently from um, from from a couple of my writers, from, from Heidi and from Nathan. Um, if you're an outsider and you're listening to this and you're wondering why maybe I'm a bit more peeved than, than you should imagine I should be being a baggy friend. Then just have a read of them and it puts things into into perspective because the club is really, despite the fact we've got new owners, in a bit of disarray. The supporters are absolutely furious at the minute. And I'm not really one to be too negative. I don't like the, I don't like to not support the club, you know, but it's getting to the stage where the attendances are dropping and you know, it's a great opportunity this season being the only Premier League West Midlands club and we're not attracting the crowds that we want to be simply because we're not playing any kind of attractive style of football. Before the game against Middlesbrough on Sunday, they'd in their opening two games, they'd already managed double the amount of passes we'd completed in our opening two games. Yeah, oh, wow. never mind. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that me, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. But to wrap this up in a neat little bow, with the signings you've made, the players you've kept, and some outgoings, where do you think you end the season? 16th. Still safe, but another yeah. horrid year to watch Albion. Yeah, it'll be it'll be um, a bit of a panic at times, trying to pick up points, and then we'll grab a couple of dodgy wins over a couple of the big clubs, probably be a complete back to wall performance. Just, I'm just expecting a very similar season to last year. We'll get to 40 points with about four games spare, and then we'll do nothing again and sit on the beach. And it's just another, uh, and let's renew our season ticket and go and watch all that again. You know, absolutely monotonous. 
Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? You you had to vent today. I'm gonna vent tomorrow with everything that happened yeah. with us. So I totally get it. But uh, thank Good you for taking the time out. You already loosely plugged it, but why don't you plug anything uh, you want people to go find? Yeah, my my website baggiesfacts.com. Um, I was recently just commenting before I, I spoke to uh, Kev on the uh, on the podcast. I was commenting off there that we had um, visitor numbers are up and. Um, I feel that the website's getting a really good reception. Not that it didn't before, but since it's relaunched, it's, it's, I've had a bit of a rebranding and, and changed things around a bit and made it a bit simpler and a, a bit more easy to access. Um, the website's it's looking really popular and, and I'm pleased with how it's going. It's just a shame that we're writing about things that aren't exactly too exciting. But, you know, that time might come in the next 10 or 11 years. Baggiesfacts.com, that is. Cheers. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thanks for coming on, and I'm sure we'll speak soon.